Welcome to Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Welcome to Thoughts in the Car. I am your host, Janice Elliott Howard. Today, we're going to engage in an author roundtable discussion. The first episode in a new monthly series called the Author Roundtable Discussion. I'm here today bringing you three independently published authors so that you can have a glimpse of what they go through in order to create their work. I'm happy to welcome crime author Sultan Mohammed, romance author Charlie Rougeau, Brian Tan. I'm excited to have you here today. And again, welcome to the show. Often I engage with other writers who lament about the complexity of bringing their stories to fruition. Sometimes they even wonder if continuing the journey to create a manuscript is worth the effort. Actually, I've heard some say, you know, that their topic has been talked about to death or no one would be interested in what they have to say about it. And they couldn't be more wrong. I'm a firm believer that everyone has a story to tell and no two people will tell the story the same. A great example, you know, do, do any of you remember the game as a child of telephone? I might be dating myself, but when I was young... Um, sounds familiar. I remember it. You do? Okay. When I was young in school, the teacher would sit us in a circle, semicircle or a circle, depending upon the size of the class, and she would whisper either a sentence or a couple of sentences, a short story, if you will, or phrase, um, and the next child would have to whisper it in the ear of the next kid next to them until it got full circle back around to the teacher. And by the time it got back to the teacher, the teacher would recite what was told to her out loud, and the story would be totally different. So that's like a clear oh, example yeah, of how, yeah, it could be the same story, but it can come out so different from, from the, the next person um, reciting it. So that's just a testament to say that, you know, no story can ever be overdone or no writer, everybody, every writer has a unique signature. So even if the subject matter is the same, it's going to be something different. And, you, you know, you'd be interested in hearing. So. Well, the, that that's obvious. If you, if you, if anyone who's watched The Walking Dead in any of the uh, Romero zombie films can attest to that, because The Walking Dead is essentially not living dead, but with a different spin. Exactly, exactly. Now, wouldn't it be great if you know these would-be authors knew? what they had in store, you know, on this journey, because the, the, they, they really beat themselves up about it. So that's why we're here today. And that's what made me think of this. Um, I, what is the motivation behind your writing? And gentlemen, again, if you don't mind, can the ladies go first? The floor is yours. Hey, okay. It's the, it's, okay. It's the, it's the woman's world. We just live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank Couldn't you. Have said it myself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Romance author Charlie Rougeau, you have the floor. What motivates you to write? 
Um, I've been in the entertainment industry for over a decade. So I feel as a member of the media that we have an obligation to change the narrative regarding Black people and the Black um, and Black culture. So when I decided to do the urban romance genre, I really wanted to feature stories that was different than what was already available. Um, some of the most popular books in the featuring gold diggers and drug dealers and that kind of thing. And that wasn't something that I was comfortable writing about. So I wanted to show characters that were a little bit more depth, that had more complexity, and that were relatable to most people's day-to-day -day life experience. Okay. Okay. So, Sultan, our crime author, what, what, what motivates you to write? Um... Can I be hurt? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, what motivates me to write really is just knowing that I can, uh, you know, make somebody's day better, I guess, in a little bit, in a little way, maybe, you know, put a smile on somebody's face, essentially. Okay. Okay. So you're, 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 you're out to move people. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I first started writing was... You know, obviously to get maybe some, you know, recognition. But now that I've been in it for a little while, I am more looking to just bring a little bit of light, if you will, on people's days. Okay. Uh, take people out of their maybe hard times or whatever might be plaguing their lives at the time. Okay. Okay. So it's escapism. Providing escapism. Mm. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. I, I, I okay. I didn't know if I could be heard. Yeah. Yes. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. You authors in the making, take heed. This panel is full of useful information. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> Hey, I'll bet you have a great story that you want to share with the world. Learn how to write, publish, and promote an ebook in 120 days or less with little to no out-of-pocket costs. You heard me. You can do it in only 120 days. I'm Janice Elliott Howard, and I can show you how. Get your copy of How to Write, Publish, and Promote an Ebook in 120 Days or Less with Little to No Out of Pocket Club at Barnes & Noble today. It's a high-level guide to bring out the author in you. The roadmap for your life is laid out in front of you. Everything seems to be going according to plan. Then, after years of growth, building a reputation, and gaining status, suddenly you are no longer needed. Your career is a part of your identity, and that part of you is now stripped away. What is your plan B? How do you cope with the loss? Sometimes you have to lose in order to win. What is your chapter two? Get the ebook Chapter Two Unlocking the Hero Within, written by Janice Elliott Howard. Everywhere ebooks are sold. Charlie is his name and he's one shifty rascal who will rob you blind. He wants to be a good citizen, but can't seem to follow the straight and narrow path. 
The Flatfoots are on his heels at every turn, but he gets away every time. Will his streak of luck hold out, or will he meet his fate with a perilous end? Pre-order your copy today of Charlie the Hood Houdini, an ebook coming to everywhere ebooks are sold. Welcome back to Thoughts in the Car. We are here at our author roundtable with three indie published authors discussing what motivates them to write. And we have sci-fi dark fantasy author Brian Tan. Brian, what motivates you to write? Well, if I'm being honest, because I'm probably going <laughs> to... I got so much... I got so much swimming around in my head that if I don't get it out, I am going to just go absolutely insane. My imagination always control. I mean, always out of control. I remember was Return and Dead. Um, okay. And I live, I grew up right near one of the largest cemeteries in and anyone who hasn't seen the movie um, is what brings life and the, the cut up remains zombie to a crematorium turns gas goes into the air and makes it rain into the graveyard and it brings the zombies back so anytime it rained at my house I was pushing the couch in front of the door with a baseball bat in because <laughs> zombies were coming so, okay. <laughs> especially, you know, like like uh like uh, um sister Charlie just said, you know, I've I've been in the I've I've been for six is a vampire um called the Enforcer, and the lead character in that book actually started out as a recurring nightmare. Oh wow! And um, it was a night I had literally almost. From age sixteen to twenty, and mm. this character ended up becoming, you know, an antihero in my okay. Him in the story, and he was actually brought to America during the slave trade from some wow. Feel that also there aren't a lot of vampires for for black. Okay, all we got is blade. <laughs> we got one and, and all the vampire movies I've seen and I've seen many of them because I mean I host one and three in a film called My Vampires that probably no one but okay so had, you know I felt one of the presentations in a genre where we not respect. Uh-oh. If that, you know, because, <laughs> like I said, at the end of the day, how many genres do we have to try to break into a lot of the time? Mm. Right. Okay. Wow. True. Well, that's kind of deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I you know what's 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 weird is that I just take it one way to another to another and I always end up finding eventually. Right. Right. Okay, great. So now let's move on to your 
creative process. You know, again, I'm engaged in conversation with three authors, crime author, Sultan Mohammed, romance author, Charlie Rougeau, and sci-fi dark fantasy author, Brian Tan. I'm sure the audience wants to know from each of you, what is your process for creating a great story? Okay, Charlie, we're going to go back. Okay, perfect. Um, I actually started off as a screenwriter in uh, writing of plays. So my writing is very dialogue heavy. Um, My favorite genre is actually, you know, crime dramas, which I'm really excited that we have a crime drama person on the the call today or the podcast today. Uh So um, the thing I like about that is that there are a lot of plot twists and different things that are happening. So for me, my very first step is storyboarding. Um, What's going to happen in each scene? Uh, what's the emotional motivation for each character doing a lot of uh, backstory work, you know, filling out the character completely before ever actually writing. Okay. Once I have character analysis done and I have my storyboard done, then I start diving in scene by scene and filling it out, completing my first draft and then going back in for my rewrites. It seems kind of laborious, but that's just what works for me. And I find that, if I know who my characters are, I know how they're raised, I know what motivates them, it makes it easier to understand what they would do in different situations. Okay. Okay. That that sounds a lot, it is labor intensive. Yes. That sounds very yeah. labor intensive. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm, a, I'm a thinker. So for my characters, I can tell you how they were raised, what city they were raised in, you know, how their mother treated them. So there's a lot of psychology that goes into the books that I write or into the things that I write. Uh And so it's really weird how I really feel like I know these people, you know, personally, because of um, the fact that I really fluffed out or fleshed out their um, their character before starting the actual storytelling. Okay, so you do all this and you have all this background and all this backstory on every character. So does that set you up to be able to write a series or are you just doing that just for a main story? Are you, or or does that set you up to write a series? It does set me up to write a series. So I just completed the first novel. um, But now there's the option for me to do spinoffs of those characters and actually pull each grouping of characters into their own separate spinoff. And so it gave me the opportunity to not um, just have one story, but now I'm actually able to tell five different stories. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, Sultan, how, how, what is your creative process? What do you do um, your process for creating a great story? Um, similar to uh, sister Charlie, I have a background. I was taught script writing and, when I was around 17 till I was, till I'm my current age. And so I set up my novels pretty much like they're films, if that makes sense. Yes, yes. And the process behind that is kind of like, I don't like to, I don't like to have a map set out. Okay. So when I'm writing, I typically just go in, you know, uh, head first, and see where I land. Um, when I wrote my uh, first novel, it was actually originally written out. So much again, like Sister Charlie, it was very, very much dialogue heavy. Uh-huh. 
and I realized that putting that in a novel kind of setting, I had a lot more freedom and to really get to uh, more in depth with the characters that I was writing. Mm-hmm. And when I started really getting more in depth, I found out that I had like this huge, uh, just 800 page monster that I just created. <laughs> and like more in peace. Go ahead. I, <laughs> so my creative process for that is just I take my script writing background I apply it to the novel and it just creates this I don't know this this energy that becomes like I become like in a trance when I start wow. writing because I feel like writing a novel I'm not gonna diss uh, screenwriters in any way but writing a novel Writing a script is a lot easier than writing a novel, in my opinion. Okay. So when I'm writing a novel, I feel like there's more freedom, but there's also more of a challenge because you have to really pace yourself. You can't have an, an, a, a thousand page novel, you know, so, but you do get to go more in depth with okay. it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Ryan Tan, what is your creative process for writing a great story? <laughs> Honestly, I just I throw I throw crap at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> to be honest, you're a pantser. Um, are you I a pantser? Is that what you're telling me? I am. I am. There are pantsers, and then there's Brian Kane. <laughs> okay. okay. There is no such thing as there's no such thing. Honestly, if I structure, then I can't. That, okay. That's, I mean, I gotta. I, I learn who my character is. I sort of, if you've ever read, if you've never read this series, it's called the Bartimaeus um, trilogy. It's a um, it's a British novel about um, alternate reality England, where um, you, um, magicians actually rule the government and they rule over the commoners by conjuring spirits from the other from another realm. Okay. And the way they describe the other realm is. Formless, a formless void where the creatures like the spirits sorry about that there's someone driving by that doesn't understand noise um, but, that's, okay. um, that's why this, this show is thoughts in the car because I'm sitting in a trailblazer right now okay fair enough so, so exists in this this void all this lead together it's not based on the rules of our world that's the way my brain is my brain is just this huge all of characters have a story told okay which whichever one is talking the loudest i can grab i learn who they are what the story is and then um and that's literally the way i take it and I'm very dialogue heavy. Um, a lot of my dialogue was but independent. Uh, Kevin Smith, because I just log throws out there, and then even more recently, how um, I, th- I feel like amazing at writing dialogue. So okay. I treat my dialogue how people will talk, and I try to give my characters each their own. I try to narrate that story so Peter so your process 
literally heard whatever just plops out. Okay. And I try to make sense of it. And somehow, some way, Lord willing, I'm able to make sense of a lot of the junk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I've read in um, the, Invisible, the Invincible Heart, and that was a roller coaster ride. It was like every night my, my sister was looking at me like, what are you reading? I'm like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I wanted. I wanted you... I wrote some of the, especially the action scene, and especially, and I know the scene, you're, you're going to know the scene I'm talking about, Kate from Fuji in Oregon. Uh-huh, Literally, uh-huh. like, standing there, and I'm, like, acting out John running now, and I'm fat, and I'm in a small space, and I'm trying to enact this character running and jumping, and I'm tripping over cats and clothes and... And, and pizza boxes <laughs> and I'm just and I'm feeling the bullets with read this I want them to be going through it I want their adrenaline to they've seen and they did a half hour workout <laughs> my primary tagline is me into your your imagination you won't be disappointed awesome wow awesome awesome now I thought I would throw this in for flavor because nothing and no one is perfect all the time. I mean, we get a little frustrated with the process from time to time. I know I do. Tell me, what do you love about writing and what do you hate? Take a moment to think about it. On that note, we're going to take a little break. Back in a moment. One day, Britta decides that she needs a fresh start. A start without Richard by her side. Brenda will no longer be a victim of shattered dreams and missed opportunities. Richard is stunned by her decision but comes to terms with the reality of it all. Will Brenda achieve the dreams that have evaded her for so many years? Can Richard move forward without her? Will the children be able to understand their mother's methods and motivations? When asked why this all occurred, Brenda simply states, I hate him. Get your copy of I Hate Him, an ebook written by Janice Elliott Howard. Everywhere ebooks are sold. The roadmap for your life is laid out in front of you. Everything seems to be going according to plan. Then, after years of growth, building a reputation, and gaining status, suddenly you are no longer needed. Your career is a part of your identity, and that part of you is now stripped away. What is your plan B? How do you cope with the loss? Sometimes you have to lose in order to win. What is your chapter two? Get the ebook, Chapter 2, Unlocking the Hero Within, written by Janice Elliott Howard. Everywhere, ebooks are sold. I was drafted into a job that each of us are at some point when we reach middle age. We accept this job with honor, thoughtfulness, and humility. It's a second chance to get what we might 
think we've done wrong with our own children, right with the next generation. It's harder than it looks and more rewarding than any other contribution you can make outside of your career and initially raising your own family. I am Janice Elliott Howard. Allow me to share with you my introduction, challenge, and heartwarming story of being a grandmother. Get your copy today at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, smashbirds.com, and everywhere ebooks are sold. Welcome back to Thoughts in the Car. We are here at our author roundtable with three indie published authors discussing what they love about writing and what they hate. So we're going to go back to you first, Charles. Um, I know exactly what I love about writing. I love being able to be, I love to be able to say what I want to be not politically correct um, and not be judged for it. Okay. You can be naughty. You can say things that you're a regular person. You're, you know, you can create this persona to say all the things in life that you would never had the courage to say and to do things in life that you never had the courage to do. Um, and even to live out fantasies that you would never in a million years do. <laughs> so those are the, the things that I love about writing. Um, for me, I think the business side of writing is what I don't like. I don't like the promotion and doing the advertising side and, you know, that the marketing side of writing. I think that that really takes all the fun out of it. Okay. So let me ask you this as a follow-up to that. Would you consider yourself an introvert? Very much so. Okay. Very much so. I, it's funny because I teach. <laughs> and so I, I stand in front of people all day long talking to them, but I'm the one that's at the party sitting in the corner being quiet. So I'm, I'm extroverted when I absolutely have to be, but for the most part, I'm a very introverted person. Got it. Okay. Sultan. What do you love about writing and what do you hate? Uh, oof. I tell you, the list goes on about things that I could die. Let me, I'm going to keep this. What I love about writing is the, the process. I mean, once the process ends, it's kind of like a, you know, oh, no, it's okay. over moment. <laughs> but the whole process, when it starts, you get to, you're basically creating a world. You know, you're creating this, you're giving these characters life and you're giving this world meaning or life to, you may have a philosophy in the story. You may have no philosophy and just be for fun. You get to literally build things that you could not okay. build in reality. And that's what I really love about it. What I hate about it is there's really not enough time to do all that in one day. Okay. <laughs> like I could be writing one story and another idea will pop into my oh, head. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold it before you continue. So, what do you do about that? I typically save my work, get my notepad okay, and start okay, writing okay, the other okay. idea down. <laughs> and then I try to juggle the two. <laughs> but that's really what I hate about it. It's not enough time in the day to really work on every single project that 
the mind <laughs> generates. Because once the mind is in that creative process, yeah, it just goes. Yeah, I understand. But that's why I most love and pretty much hate okay. about it. Okay. Brian Tan, what do you love about <laughs> writing and what do you hate? Back a little bit off on that. Um, power to create. I love being able to put my to live vicariously through these characters. Mm-hmm. I love the idea of being just. I love Bryce Creed be cocky and be back. I love the the God complex that comes. With. I love forming my own reality. I love hellhole called reality and going into my own because let's be this world (laughs) it absolutely sucks you got bills to pay which means you got to go to work which means you got to which means you got to people then (laughs) you got idiot Washington who can't get their heads out of their ass do it because they've for their souls now they're paying they're buying freedoms like stock on the stock market <laughs> so I love creating a world where I make the rules and nobody can tell me what I can and can't okay what I hate about mm-hmm. it is the fact that my ADHD and I can't get a thought to string together comfortably in Philadelphia, anybody? Uh, I remember it, but not not clearly. If you, there's an episode where Charlie and in a room, and Charlie is just he's come up with this crazy conspiracy theory where you know F's and yarn all over the place. That's what my brain certain days where I can't string coherent thoughts together. So then sit there and I'll laptop punch the screen because I cannot get the thoughts together. So I just say the hell with it and I watch a movie. So okay. the when watch and then the business of things. I hate doing as much as I because I'm I, okay everyday life. Okay. So as much as I enjoy doing, I hate of it. Now, could that, it drives me absolutely nuts. Is that possibly because you actually you're? Would you consider yourself an introvert? I am the I am extrovert ever because I can be. I don't like to be. I would rather just self. So if I didn't have to interact with people, I probably wouldn't. Okay. Because it's hard. It's hard to. Okay. I mean, the only reason why it's I asked very you hard you, sometimes. The only reason why I asked you is because you said you do marketing for a living, but you don't like to market your own stuff. Right. And I too have um, had a history of being in the media and what have you for decades. And it's it's okay, whatever the company's pushing, I'm good. But when it comes to when people say, "Oh, you're an author. Oh, you have X number of books. Oh, you know, tell me about you," I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so it's just it's just well, a little bit funny. harder to you know. <laughs> It, it talk about yourself. It so. kind of is and it isn't, but that 
I'll go somewhere and someone will hear myself and my family talk. And then start kind of talking about books. Next thing, business cards. He's. <laughs> oh, really? Do you write? And it's like, well, they're set up. How <laughs> going to the sales pitch? <laughs> and then by the time I'm done, that's really cool. Yeah, I know it is. Now, by. <laughs> That's probably the biggest thing that I hate. It sounds so great. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and then they don't. It sounded great, though, didn't it? Okay. All right. <laughs> well, this has been very interesting. See, because a lot of people just think writing is just, oh, you just write down your thoughts and it just comes together. And why not? Poof, you have, the, you have a book. Oh, no, there's no writer's block. There's really nothing. You just, you know, you just get this word count and then you, you know, voila, you have a story. You find an agent. Everything is good. No, it's not that simple. But if you have a passion, you should still, you know, go on the journey because you might surprise yourself and you might be, um, you know, something that the general public can appreciate. So that's why I figured this conversation needed to be had and it needed to be had by real people who, you know, who, who, who haven't just come upon it, but it's always been something that they want to do. And they've finally gotten across that finish line and they can look back and say, Hey, okay. Now I can repeat, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. Now I get it. You get what I'm saying? Right. So. Absolutely. Of course. When I first got it, when I first got into this mindset, Oh, wow. I wrote a book. I've written the next great American novel. Now all I have to do, I can get a publisher. That's easy. Oh, I have to get an agent. I can get an agent. That's easy. Huh? They stole my money. (laughs) (laughs) It is not all sunshines and rainbows. And anyone, anyone who are going to get rich later. (laughs) You know, I, 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 I tell people all the time that this is not a get get rich quick scene. You have to have a passion and you have to be able to create a, a large catalog and get a following. Um, and it doesn't happen overnight. It only happens overnight for people with a lot of money. <laughs> uh-huh. It only happens you write a series that even god-awful vampire series where they sparkle. You have some fake story that like traps but I mean, hey, God bless them. They God bless them. I'm just saying, I'm not a. I mean, I'm just those. I'm not a fan of. I won't even allow to even be mentioned in my home, and I'll give you a guess of which one. But okay, just, I mean, it, it's it's hard. Okay. Okay. That's that's okay. You're being yourself, and that's that's totally cool with me. Yeah, I, I'm that cousin that you rarely to the cookout because they're always going to have something to say. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I want to thank you all for coming to the show and expressing your point of view thank on you. the subject of authorship. But before we get out of here, I'd like each of you to give us some four one one on yourselves. Again, gentlemen, I'm going to let the lady go first. Is that okay? Absolutely. 
and author Charlie Rougeau. Tell us where we can find you about your Follow books, me. what's in store, what's your work in progress, and uh, how do people reach out and uh, follow you? Thank you for this opportunity, first of all. Um, I am, I just finished releasing my first full-length novel. It's called The Perfection of Truth, okay. and it's available, of course, on Amazon. I self-published. Okay. Um, I am working on the follow-up to that. It's called The Deception of Truth, but it won't be out until the beginning of the year. Awesome. In the meantime, I'm actually working on a children's novel. And that will probably be out in the first week of November in time for the holiday season. So I wanted to kind of diversify a little bit, but this will be under a different pen name, obviously. Okay. Um, but you can find me. I'm on all the social media. I'm on Instagram um, under author C. Rougeau. Mm -hmm. And of course, my website, www.crougeau.com. R-O-U-G-E-A-U. Okay. Okay. Now I have a question about the children's novel. Is it children's yes. novel for what, what age range when you say children's novel? Teen? Um, it's actually a, um, I'm not sure if you, if you're, if you're aware of this, but I speak multiple languages. And mm -hmm. so it's a novel teaching children um, different languages. And so um, I would recommend it for kids around the age of five up until about the age of 10. Okay. So pre pre but, okay, yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome. Sultan Mohammed, give me the four one one. What's your book about? What um? Where can we find you? Where can we find your books? And what's on the horizon for you? Mm hmm. Um, uh, my mm -hmm. book is Gangster Tales from Mob City. It is a okay. crime thriller. With a, a mm -hmm. big plot twist. Um, you can find that mm -hmm. on Amazon. And you can just type it in Gangster Tales from Mob City. Okay. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Twin Shadow. Okay. Um, I'm also, my Instagram is the, the Real Young Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, what's on the arrival? Ooh, okay. Arrival, anyway. Uh, I have a few horror novels mm -hmm. coming out. One should be out released by the end of November, hopefully. Okay. Uh, the other one should be released hopefully at the beginning of next year. And then okay. so what the you're last telling one is should be released a later that same genre author. Awesome. Horror, a horror series. That's awesome. Yes. I don't, I, I, I'm not a big fan of horror, but you know, I'll look for your horror book and I'll give it a try. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank okay. you. Okay. I, I, my horror is exactly what you would call normal horror. I, I, okay. I was, I, I'm inspired by a lot of um, Quentin Tarantino work. So it's more, okay. again, dialogue okay. heavy, a lot more story depth you know awesome awesome me the 411 on you brian what's up on the what's next on the horizon where can we find you in your books all right well i've had a very very interesting journey in my publishing uh life my um earlier i'm here to go to another publisher and sadly and housed it's stuff by new um 
of media and we are working on a campaign to do a re-release of my novel of my john baker chronicles that i okay. spun on interest since you read the other uh, book um invincible right that, and i appreciate your review of that. so invincible heart will not uh, the job get released um, in the coming as will the first book in the Path of Redemption series, The Enforcer. Okay. That will also be coming out in book two of the uh, of the Passion series, The Hunted, will be following that as my crime thriller, Ed and Libby. Okay. The re-release treatment. I'm currently fledged horror novel entitled The Concussion. Oh. And this is the story for me. This is my fictionalized and part of this story is that because I've suffered a number of head injuries. I can't even count. Uh oh. But um so in the story protagonist suffers an almost lightning assault mm. to his head. Mm. And how the world decides he's done stepped on. Wow. Um, I've compared it to I've I've tried to come to saying it's Cujo with a head injury. Okay. Um I'm also working working on the book of the John Baker Chronicles the third book of the Path Redemption series, and my first action comedy, um, where an everyday Joe finds out that he's married to an international assassin. Okay. <laughs> um, you can find on social media, um, Facebook, Instagram, as uh, on Twitter, author Brian Tan, Find me on Plotaholics Plot Podcasts on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Plotaholics. Okay. Um, film review from author's point of view that I co-host with my good friend Shane Wilson. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I am very excited that all three of you are multi-genre authors and we've had this time together. Again, thank you for being here. Um we're going to do this next month right into what motivates them to write and their creative process. Again, thank you, crime author Sultan Mohammed, romance author Charlie Rougeau, and sci-fi dark fantasy author thank Brian you. Tan. All Thanks right. for having me. Thank you so much. It's been a great uh, show. Okay, great. Special thanks to the panel of authors with me today. Charlie Rougeau, Sultan Muhammad, and Brian Tan. Thanks for taking the time to join us for Thoughts in the Car. Please take the time to leave your comments as I do read them and will respond. You may even hear me give you a shout out in my next show. Send me a message. 
if you're on the road to authorship and can relate to what our guest panel had to say. We would love it if you would support the show. Please click on the listener support button. Give us applause. Please tell friends and pass along your favorite episodes. As Thoughts in the Car can be found on Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show. You can follow me on Twitter at jyhoward1066. Let's connect on social media. Check out my blog, Janice's Take on It. Next time on Thoughts in the Car. New release alert. I hope that you come along for the ride for Thoughts in the Car.